Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clear Cut Sports. I'm your host, Seth. It's a lovely day. Two reasons. One, the sun's shining. It's hot. You know. I think we're finally getting into the summer. But two, most importantly, if you haven't heard, MLB is back. I'll say it again. Baseball is finally back. I'll be the first to say, after all we've heard, the owners and the players fighting and they can't come to an agreement and this guy and the other thing, I had no faith whatsoever that baseball, that MLB would return this year. No faith. But I am glad to announce that I was wrong. I give props to the players and the owners and all you know all the executives, everyone involved for figuring this out. Do I wish it could have been a little smoother? I do, but hey, I can't complain. Because I finally get to talk and watch about some baseball. And and before I get into, you know, the, the analytics and what's what it's going to look like. This is a this was a must for baseball. If they didn't get this, if 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 they missed out on this season, it would have spelled disaster. Absolute disaster. Because as I've mentioned on many occasions, the NBA is a global brand. The NFL has taken over America and baseball has just kind of, you know, fell by the wayside. It's, it's it's They don't try to kind of step up and improve the target audience because the majority of, of, of MLB fans are, you know, they're, they're seniors. Let's be real here. So this, and, and if they had a, not played this season, it would have just been because then you lose out on a whole season while everyone's watching ba- basketball and baseball and hockey and even other sports. Tennis is trying, golf is trying, you know, soccer. And then when baseball would have started back up, anybody, any new fans would have just been, you know, deterred away because why would they watch that? They didn't have a season last year. But that is. That point is moot. Baseball is back, and I cannot be happier. I'm so excited. We're looking at we're looking at um, you know a couple of different um, changes. It, um, it it's not going to be a conventional um, a conventional season. Um. But, you know, again, can't complain. I'm just glad we have some baseball. And I think there's some interesting changes here. But anyways. So, the season will start on the 23rd or 24th of July. Interesting that, you know, they there's kind of a fluctuation there. Uh, with, with, with everyone reporting by July 1st, which is exactly one week from today. So... Very interesting. Coming right up, you know, which, you know, I like, but 
obviously you would have liked to give the players a little more time to kind of get to report, but hey, what do you do? Um, the next thing, uh, they're going to have their own separate injured list for uh, COVID-19, and I think that's that's a great idea. Um, essentially what it does is you don't, you know, you know, there's a 10 day DL and, you know, 60 day and all that. There's none of that. It's just, okay, he has COVID. All right. Whenever he's healthy, you know, probably I'm going to guess it'd be the two weeks to about 17 days that you'll have to go through, you know, the normal isolation and stuff. And then you can, it's kind of, you'll be able to play after that, but to be determined. So, but the, I like the idea of a separate injured list. Um, there's a, on probably one of the best changes, and we might even say see this stay like permanently. Universal designated hitter. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. We can say all we want about the NL, you know, okay, well, the reason we don't have a DH is because, you know, guys like Madison Bumgarner can hit. Madison Bumgarner doesn't hit 200. It's a joke. He just swings hard, and when he connects, he hits a ball, you know, 350 feet. <clears throat> the universal DH is coming. And I hope it stays because we don't need to see pitchers get up there and take wild high. You know, Bartolo Colon, he hit the one home run there. It was, it was hilarious. But he, he's taken some swings before where his helmet fell off his head. Literally. Like, we know that's not baseball. Come on. So the universal DH, hopefully it sticks around. But either way, absolutely love this idea. So that's one change. Check this one out. For extra innings in the regular season, so not playoffs. Runner on second to start the inning. That's very interesting. And and of course the idea is to speed the game up to get it over with because the pitchers, you know, pitchers aren't going to be ready. They only got three weeks to you know, and, and some guys, you know, they've been throwing, you know, on their own and stuff. But that's not really, that's not like actual getting ready for baseball. So now you only give them three weeks. So their arms won't be as, you know, they won't be able to go as long and throw a game. So by putting on these runner on second, you're, the idea is to try to eliminate the, you know, the 16, 15 inning games. Um most likely you get that guy in, run around second, no out, whether it's a bunt over and then a base hit or a sack fly, whatever. Um, we can get into that you know, in another time. But interesting concept, and it's not in the playoffs. It's just the regular you know, season, the shortened season, um, which is, I think, a really good idea. So another change. And I have no idea how they're going to enforce this, but you're not allowed to spit, and pitchers are not allowed to, you know, lick their fingers and to give them a better grip on the ball when they pitch. That's not allowed. I don't know what the penalty is going to be. I don't know how they're going to enforce it. But and and 
it it's it's a good idea like because obviously you're trying to stop the transmission of the virus and you know by you know coming into contact bodily fluids and all that so i i, I like the precedent of it but i don't know how you're gonna ever um enforce it i mean that we could see some funny stuff that maybe they have a, a fifth umpire to watch for spitting and contact i have no idea but that's something, um, another difference for the MLB. On to the schedule now. So, here's what it looks like. Ten games versus each of, each of your, um, each of your divisional opponents. So... For example, the NL West will play, you know, who's in the, the, the Diamondbacks will play each team in the NL, NL West um, four times. And then you will play the other leagues, um, the other leagues equivalent. So, the NL West will play the AL West, right? The, the 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 Central will play the Centrals, you know. So that that'll, and that's twenty of those games. So you have forty games in your own division, and then twenty against the other division, but it's in the other um, in the other league. So, again, to try to clarify this, I know, I'm sorry I'm a little choppy on this. It's kind of hard to explain. The NL teams in the NL Central will play each other 40 times and then play teams in the AL Central 20 times. Teams in the AL East will play each other 40 times and play teams in the NL East 20 times. So, in all in all, 60-game season um, and... Yeah, aside from that and the rule changes, <clears throat> that that's all we got. So, interesting now. I can't wait to talk more baseball, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to leave it here. And the trade deadline's in August, August um, what is it? August 31st. So, obviously that's pushed ahead a little bit. But I'll leave it here because I could talk about this for the whole time. But am I ever excited that baseball got this right? I, want, I shouldn't even say got that right, that they figured this out. Because if they got it right, they wouldn't have been in a big argument in the first place. This was an absolute must for baseball. Um, I'm so glad that they, they finally got it. And I'm proud to say baseball is back. <clears throat> so, baseball's back. Hallelujah. We're going to switch to the uh, NBA here. Avery Bradley for the Los Angeles Lakers. One of many players to opt out, um, opt out of the um, you know season. Essentially, he won't be there, <clears throat> and you know so will other players. Um, and this he has a he's a little for those who don't know a, a child who has respiratory issues. Avery Bradley, you are totally excused, absolutely. 
there's there's no way I will say that you that any player who has a fear of you know uh, of catching the virus and giving it to their family, I will never say anything bad about them. So, you know, as unfortunate as it is, it's totally understandable. Also, Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets, who is right now in Serbia, he has tested positive for COVID-19, but is still expected to play, you know, expected to play the whole season. Season starts in roughly three and a half weeks. Not four weeks more. Um. So I, I I'll be honest with you. He Jokic plans on playing. I hope he does. He's a great player. But I'm gonna have my question marks here because you have to. You're still in Serbia. So when you come over, you know, come come over to play in in, in Orlando, you're gonna have to quarantine for the 14 days, and you haven't even left yet. So. And then you, you don't want any risk of passing it on to teammates or, well, anyone else really, but you're going to be mostly with your teammates, so you don't want to pass it on to anybody. I don't know. So players opting out and players getting COVID. What does this mean for the NBA? To be quite frank, they're saying they're going to have a season, but now we can't be 100% sure. Because all it's going to take is one, like, I don't want to say names, but, for example, if Jokic had a came and then passed on the virus to a couple of players, that's all it's going to take for it to shut down. And we've seen what's going on in Tampa. They're getting a whole bunch of new cases, which is very unfortunate. But we have to think about this logically here. So with players opting out and they are they have my permission. I don't want to say permission, but I will never say anything bad about a player that opts out due to safety. Are we going to have an NBA season? I, I hate to ask it. You know, it seems like it. I hope we do. But now... With players opting out, I think there will be an asterisk if there is a season over who wins the title. And here's why. Avery Bradley has opted out, as I just said. He will not be there for the Los Angeles Lakers. And you may say, hey, well, Avery Bradley, he you know he plays 24 minutes a game and doesn't score much. I will concede. But Avery Bradley is a veteran with a lot of playoff experience that is a terrific perimeter defender. And you're just taking him off of your team for the Lakers. Now you have to replace that with someone who probably won't be as good as what Avery Bradley does. So now, and then in Denver's case, if Nikola, it's just, you know, worst case scenario, obviously, but if Jokic doesn't play, you have no chance whatsoever. Your slim hopes are gone. To, you went from slim to none. 
so with what I'm what the the overall um message here, I guess, is if we had just left it at the shortened season, and you know there was twenty, I think what twenty two teams or twenty teams, whatever it was. I don't think we could that deserved an asterisk. But now that some players are opting out and some players are getting the virus, I think there will be an asterisk when we look back at this championship. Which is unfortunate, but I think that's just how we're going to look at it. Because the Lakers, for example, won't have their full roster. The Nuggets may not have their full roster. Any other team that players have opted out on will not have their full roster. It's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it's just the times we live in. And one more thing that this is focusing more now on the Avery Bradley, because the two teams that had the, had the best chance to come out of the West are the Lakers and the Clippers. You take Avery Bradley away, now the Clippers really, it's theirs to lose now. You know, when I gave my um, percentages of who can win a title this year, I'll go back and look real quick. But I, I know that um, it, the, the West was really close between the Lakers and the Clippers. And all this is going to do is, why, is make the Clippers go up even more. So... I can't find it here, but anyways, the Clippers now have the uh, clear-cut best chance of winning a title. Of coming to the West, I should say. They're my favorites. They were my pick beforehand, and I'm sticking to it. Their percentage will bump up a few points. Um, they're going to have their full team, and the Lakers losing a perimeter defender like Bradley may not show up on the stat sheet, but it'll show up, you know, in other places. So... The Clippers now have the best chance to come out of the West, in my opinion. It's unfortunate that players are opting out, but 100% understandable, and I will never say anything bad about that. So, still excited for the season. I hope they can still play. That'll do it for the first half of a Double Dip Wednesday edition of Clear Cut Sports. Catch you all later this evening. Thanks for listening. Until then, stay safe, everybody.